I'm Dave DeWitt. This is Tested from WUNC, a look at what the day's challenges tell us about where we are, what we believe, and who we want to be in North Carolina and the South. Today, back to the beach. For most of us, the ongoing internal fight has been over how we can keep as much of a normal lifestyle as possible during a pandemic while keeping ourselves and our loved ones safe. On a more macro level, it's been about striking the right balance between public health and a functioning economy. Together, those concerns lead to another question, one that's big here in North Carolina, especially now that the days are blistering. Can we still go to the beach? Governor Roy Cooper weighed in on that last month. We know that people are going to be doing more things. People are going on vacation, and North Carolina is a great tourism state, so more people will be here. So we have to do more than ever to protect ourselves, protect our families, and protect people that we come in contact with. What a lot of people apparently heard in the governor's cautious words to protect ourselves was, let's go to the beach. In June, Hatteras National Seashore saw more visitors than in any month since the June after 9-11. That creates special problems for Dare County, home to some of the state's most popular beaches and largest vacation homes, some that can sleep more than 20 people. Back in mid-March, Dare County closed its borders and required an entry permit for its residents. The summer looked lost, but the checkpoints were gone by the end of May, and the visitors have streamed in. And so did the virus. But even as people come from states with higher COVID numbers, the county's health department has mostly been able to keep COVID under control. What I've really tried to be messaging over the past few weeks is this is not a a locals versus tourist issue. Sheila Davies is the health director in Dare County. She says the health department strives to be transparent about its data. One way they do that is by reporting the number of positive cases among both residents and visitors. We're seeing, um, in fact, some of our biggest spread has been because of locals and and getting together for backyard barbecues or for larger parties or events. And then that's spreading to the party goers and then going back and spreading into the homes. Um, We're not seeing large numbers of spread that we can trace to the fact that a, a visitor came here and left the virus behind. Managing public health isn't the only role Davies has filled in Dare County. From 2011 to 2019, she also served as the mayor of Kill Devil Hills. Davies says it's been helpful to be so well-connected in the community during the pandemic, especially since the Outer Banks has experienced a busy summer. We're hearing from uh, many of the property management companies that they're having record-breaking seasons despite the pandemic. Um, Perhaps that's related a little bit to Forbes magazine, who kind of rated us as one of the best places to go and probably a safe place. The traffic we're seeing is is tremendous, which I guess on one hand is really good for the economy and for tourism. Um, And then on the other hand, certainly it presents some challenges for the community. What are some of those challenges that are unique because of the number of visitors you have coming in? Um, well, one thing is just that the visitors are coming from all over the place and they have different restrictions where they live. And so for them to, to get here and understand and understanding what the restrictions are and then also recognizing that just because you're here on vacation, um, the virus isn't and the virus is just as prevalent here. I mean, certainly some may be traveling from hot spots, but you're not immune by crossing the bridge and coming into Dare County and having the salt water all around you. Um, you know, you still have to be just as vigilant in practicing the mitigation measures to protect yourself and your family. 
Like every other health department, Davies' team has tried to slow the spread of the virus through contact tracing by alerting people if they've come across somebody who has contracted COVID-19. That also means telling people they need to self-quarantine for two weeks, which sometimes doesn't go over so well. The majority of people are cooperative. Um, They want to do the right things. Unfortunately, though, we have had more than a handful of individuals who have been disrespectful to our staff. Um, They've called us liars. They don't agree. They've hung up on us. We have to call back. I'm really glad that it is a smaller number of, of the folks that respond that way. But, you know, when you know your people are being treated like that, it is incredibly frustrating as a director. I I had to do a pretty stern media message uh, shortly before the July 4th holiday after we had pretty much had about a week of of a lot of noncompliance and disrespect. Hello, I'm Sheila Davies, director of the Dare County Department of Health and Human Services. As we head into the holiday weekend, I am very concerned about the potential for rampant spread of COVID-19 based on reckless and irresponsible behavior. The majority of- You know, told people flat out, we're not doing this for fun. This is not fun. We're not doing it because we're bored. We have plenty of other things to do. This is just a really critical piece of trying to reduce the spread. And I think after that, I mean, I normally try to be pretty upfront, but but positive in my messaging. And, and I had people that commented, wow, you look like you were angry. And I was like, well, I was a little angry, but I was certainly frustrated, you know, um, Like I said, it really, when people will cooperate, it just helps the process go smoother. Um, And overall, it's helping our community stay safer. Given what you know now, and what we all know now, but given what you know now about sort of this virus and and how your summer has played out, um, if you could go back and tell yourself something in March or April uh, to allow yourself to prepare and about how things would go, is there something that you would, you know, would like to know then what you know now? I'm not exactly sure how I would use it, but it would have been, um, yeah, it would have been nice to to prepare myself and my team for, hey, you know, we're going to be in this, it could be a year or more. And and back then when we were ramping up and thinking, hey, we're we're getting really prepared. um, And when we first started seeing our few cases here in Dare County, would have been, you know, hindsight 2020, we were making calls sometimes 10, 11, 12 at, at night um, to each other and then contact tracing up till 10, 11 o'clock at night. And, and that was manageable when you only had 10 or 15 cases, um, but it was kind of working yourself to the bone then, having no idea what it was gonna happen when you had a case or a day when you had 16 cases come in. So putting in those safeguards to protect your staff from burnout and all really early on, had I probably known a little bit more that could have been helpful. Whereas we had to make those adjustments and call audibles along the way to say, okay, how can we protect our resources and our staff seeing that, you know, now we've had, we've had days where we've had 12 new cases or 16 new cases. And, and, you know, I remember back early on, we thought five in a day was a big deal. And now we're like grateful when there's only five in a day. Sheila Davies is the health director for Dare County. Hang tight. More in a moment.
Untested is a production of North Carolina Public Radio, WUNC. And this is a good time to say thanks to everyone who supports WUNC. Whether you're an individual donor or a business, we can't say thank you enough for providing us with the resources and opportunity to serve the state of North Carolina with up-to-the-minute news and information. Everyone at WUNC is working around the clock to do just that at this unique and perilous moment in our history. And we couldn't manage without your help. So thanks, and if you are able, please go to WUNC.org if you want to donate for the first time or to maybe increase your support. As healthcare workers on the front lines tirelessly fight to combat the pandemic, something crucial can often fall to the wayside, their mental health. Dr. Samuel McLean is a physician at the UNC School of Medicine and has treated COVID-19 patients. Workers are under a great deal of stress right now. There is the fear of getting sick yourself, or much worse, infecting and harming a loved one. Uh, There's a lot of self-isolation going on right now where first responders and healthcare workers are living apart from family and loved ones. And there's seeing a lot of tragedy at work. Um, so it's it's really a lot. Dr. McLean wanted to find a way to support first responders and healthcare workers like himself, so he helped design an app called Heroes Health. It helps frontline workers better understand their mental health over time. It offers short self-assessments each week for people to gauge things like stress levels and sleep patterns. At UNC, just like every other medical center in the U.S., the most important, sophisticated, high-tech piece of equipment to save lives is healthcare workers. Healthcare workers are perfectionists. They want to do their very best with every patient. But when people are struggling, when they're stressed or very anxious or depressed, not sleeping, understandably, they're not going to be able to bring their best selves to work. The Heroes Health app also helps connect its users with mental health resources and offers links to immediate services for support. That's it for this episode of Tested. I'm Dave DeWitt. Charlie Shelton Orman is our producer. Lindsay Foster Thomas is the executive producer. Thanks for listening.